really excited about the game, uh, rival game. And so looking forward to having uh, Utah State here in Lavelle Edwards Stadium on Thursday night. Um, had a really cool game in their environment last year. So, uh, you know, coming on around the not a lot of rest for both teams. And so um, this will be interesting how we manage the, the, the schedule from now until the game. But um, it's part of college football. That's what happens. NFL is doing it as well. So uh, we knew way ahead of the, of, the, of the season that this would be the situation. So I'm looking forward to our ex- experts getting our guys ready. But in the meantime, we'll have to be, um, you know, we'll to, I just want to see our team play better and then play uh, a good football game and maybe play at our best. I, I don't think we've seen it yet. Um, and I don't think it's been clean enough uh, for all 60 minutes. So I'm looking forward to getting that done this, this Thursday. That's going to be the huge uh, emphasis for, for us. And so I'll take any questions you guys may have. We'll start with the question from Darnell. Hi, Kalani. Hey, um, could you maybe give us some insight into the thought process of the substitution patterns on defense, maybe some of the things that you're looking to gain as an advantage by doing that, and maybe some things that, that might be uh, challenging in doing that? Um, for, for this game? Just overall for the season, you seem to substitute quite frequently on defense. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just wondered what, what the thought process is in that, as well as some of the things you gain, maybe some of the things you might might be challenging in that. Yeah, we, we, we didn't create the, the substitution package. That's that's part of college football. And, um, you know, the majority of our starters get the majority of the reps, but we're going to use different personnel sets. I mean, Wyoming switched from three tight ends to two tight ends, two backs and two tight ends to you know, four wideouts and three wideouts. So we're going to match up our talent. And so I, that's what we're going to do on defense. And if our if our D-line's uh, tired or anybody on defense is tired, uh, we've taught them that, uh, you know, their backup fresh at 100% is better than them being fatigued. So uh, that's been the huge emphasis for us is, is to trust our teammates and trust the scheme and the team and, and uh, the players to make plays. And also be smart with yourself when, when, when our guys are, Playing with uh, extreme fatigue is when the injuries usually set in. So that's been huge emphasis for us is to try to keep our guys trusting in each other, but also being smart about their own health. Jake and then Jared. Kalani, after rewatching the film, how do you feel your offense performed? Was it a step in the right direction in your opinion? Yeah, I thought they made plays. I mean, obviously you'd like to see um, a better start, but you have to give credit to Wyoming what they did defensively. They made they made some really good plays, and but I, I also was really after watching the film, I thought Jaron made the right decisions. You know, it's 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 better to punt than to throw an interception and try to take a risk that's not that's not really there. So I, I was I was okay with the decisions that he made, gave our guys a chance to to make plays, and um, you know we we were able to to utilize our punt game a little bit and try to flip the field, um, but. Uh, overall, just you, you, I mean, you, you'll probably never get a, a coach happy unless they're scoring every time they get the ball. So, um, but that's from what we saw. I thought, thought the guys did a great job, and, and you know, I, I think the management of the of the play clock and things like that. We just have to get used to uh, different um, ref crews that, that hold the ball a little bit longer, and and then we just have to get in the rhythm. I, I, I thought, uh, I don't know if it, if it was. There were time, there's moments that we were in a great rhythm, and there are moments that we weren't. And I just like to be in a great rhythm the entire game. I wanted to ask 
I, I went back and been watching some of the run plays over the last couple of weeks, and uh, a, a lot of teams seem to be able to get through the slant block scheme that, that the offensive line runs a lot and get guys so they're, they're able to get to the running backs before they get to the line of scrimmage. What's the answer for that to, to try and make sure your, your backs have chances to, to find gaps better? Yeah, um, to block them and, and make sure that we get bodies on bodies because if we do that, I think the running backs will find a, the seam and be able to, to puncture through. I mean, that's uh, sometimes they can they can load the box and then take away all the gaps, you know. But uh, obviously, when there's penetration, that's on the O line. But there's there's a moments for the for the running back to create space and, and set up their blocks as well. So uh, that that needs to work cohesively and needs to work better. Um, I, I think. Uh, we're getting there, you know. You saw spots that we're getting there, and, and have to give. I mean, Wyoming's a really good run-stopping team. They they, they stuffed uh, the run game of Air Force, and so that these guys are, are are built to try to stop the run. And I thought, you know, for what we saw from our guys, I, I thought much better outing and much better with their assignments and their technique than we saw the week before. Mitch and then Jay. <laughs> Yeah, Kalani, uh, there, there's no more BYU-Utah State games on future schedules after Thursday. Do you want this game back on the schedule moving forward when you guys go into the Big 12? Uh, me personally? Yeah, you personally. Yeah, of course. I mean, I, I love the in-state games. And, and, and uh, I mean, we, we went up there to, to Logan last year, and that was a cool environment, man. It's just you could, you could see how much the, the fans love it and love this game. So, um you know, I'm not I'm not the guy that does the scheduling. That's that's on on our administration. But uh, personally, yeah, I, I I played in this. I remember being a, a fan cheering for for BYU in these rival games and, and especially the games against Utah State. And so um, I played in it, and now I get to coach in it. So it's it's been it's been a lot of fun. I, I you know that's that's just I don't have the control of that. I was actually going to ask you the same thing, but I'll change my question a little. Um, what uh, what do you expect from Utah State, a, a one and three team that had won the Mountain West last year? Uh, is this a kind of a dangerous football team that's coming to Provo? Yeah, everyone's dangerous when 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 they're um, in, in this position, right? So the the they're the same team that that and coached this by the same guys. They have great effort. You can see it on film. Um, and and um, not really worried too much about what Utah State's doing. More worried about what we're doing because I, I can see some things that we could definitely improve on. I, I'm, I'm frustrated. And this is my job as a head coach. I'm frustrated that we haven't played our best yet and we haven't seen it consistently. Um, and then there's no excuse for it. And I think that's going to be the huge emphasis for us, for me, with the team. And we we don't have a lot of time to figure it out. So we've got to get this going now. But. Um, but I have tons of respect for Utah State, their fans, and definitely for their, their, their football program, for their, their coaches and those players. Those guys work really hard. You can see well-coached, you know, and you can see the, the, the scheme works really well for them, and um, they're, they're, they're always dangerous. And so when you – I played in these type of games before, so I know they're going to bring their best. I know they will. And so I've said this before to you guys over and over again, we need to make sure that our best shows up. And I honestly don't think it's shown up at all this, this season. That's my fault. So what, what better moment to do it than now, you know? And so hopefully we can do that for a full 60 minutes. And uh, I, I like it, our program if we can get that done. Evan and then Jake. Um, 
And with Miles Davis, um, I know he's kind of moved around from wide receiver to running back. Well, what do you kind of remember about that decision to, to move him to running back? And, and do you see him playing a bigger role um, this week as well? Yeah, he's got a great frame. And he, um, I think the, the wide receiver background works really well for him in the running back. And, um, you know, he's added some weight. But he's, he's, he's a big-time sprinter, too. I mean, he, he's, he's a... Yeah, he can run the 400 meters really well. So he's got he's got running in his background. Um, I think he's he's learning the game of football. His football IQ is increasing, but he just loves being on the field. He loves he loves just the challenge to get bigger, get stronger. Um, we, all we've seen is that uh, that he's all, he's just put in tons of work, overcome injury, and um, just really happy to see the stuff that he's doing on the field right now. Kalani. Rewatching the tape, Chris Brooks did not play in the second half. Was that injury related, or was that just performance related? No, that, I think um, you know we're going to work with this with the, with the, the backs. I mean, all all those backs will get opportunities, and and um, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes this week and, and how it goes during the game. But um, you know, we have basically a, a running back room that we need all all those guys to participate and and uh, utilize their strengths. Right now, there's not a lot of tendency, so we might as well just, um, you know, get get the best on the field for what they do. And um, so, but all three of those guys, I think Lopini, Chris, and and Miles could do it all. So I, I have a lot of confidence in all three of them. But um, this is a good good opportunity to see who, who can step up and make big plays for us. Mitch and then Jared. Bonnie, any concern from your team or for your team to maybe be overlooking Utah State ahead of to Notre Dame? Nope. Nope. Not going to do that. So um, as long as our media stops talking about it, we'll be fine. <laughs> no, we, we, the guys are, listen, we, we, we know what we need to fix as a team um, from within, things that we need to do so we can play at our best. Um, but also, the, the, the game of football demands that, that you respect what's in front of you and that you um, approach it the right way. So that, that won't be happening from us. There's no overlooking anything. And you see it in, in college football that there's just all these crazy wild games and things that are happening. And, and, and uh, that's when you lose sight and lose focus. And, and I got to keep these guys focused on what we're doing. And I, thankfully, we have some great leadership on the team. The guys are, are focused on what. What's you know after the game they're just focused on trying to figure out how to get the rest and get get caught up before we get to the the quick turnaround for this this game Thursday night. Time for your favorite doctor question, Kalani. What's the health status? Of the get my stethoscope out and figure this one out. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Sorry. And any just any updates? There were a lot of guys that have been banged up, so just any updates on, on the health side? Yeah, um, there's a lot of guys that are going to be coming back, so there's. Um, I'm trying to think. The guys that missed the game, we're expecting to get Max Tooley back, um, Earl back, Gabe Summers back. We're expecting to get um, Kingsley should be back too. We should be um, we're trying to go through the down the line. Malik is still wait and see. But um, so, so far, uh, the one that's going to be out for a significant time is um, Riggs. But we, we, we're not sure. I mean, I, I'm just kind of throwing the stuff out there. And then um, Gunner's closer than we've ever been. So... Um, you know, this one of these one of these weeks is going to work. So uh, we're hoping that it'll be this week. Um, Puka, we're still evaluating as well. I'm trying to just, yeah. So from what I gather, no one's lost for for the season yet. We have some that we might um, 
missed significant time I'm trying to think of anyone else, but no, everything looking looking like we should be okay. We we held some guys out on game time decision, um, knowing that this game was going to be right around the corner. Um, it's either going to miss the game against Wyoming or miss the, the Utah State game. There's just not enough time to recover. And we figured that the recovery, having that extra time with the week going into the short week will be beneficial. And then, you know, then we have some extra time to heal up before the next one. So we can watch General Conference and, and, and heal up our spirit and our bodies. Jay and then Jake. Bonnie, I wonder... Uh what your feeling is on these young defensive linemen like John Nelson, Hunter Greer, I mean, just Blake Mangelson. seems like you guys are rotating in a lot and they're, and they're performing really well. Yeah, they've done a great job, mostly in the preparation of the offseason and getting to where they're at now. And then, um, you know, we we have to pick and choose of these moments. And, and when you have, like, you know, when Gabe Summers goes down and can't perform, and then you have, um, you know, uh, Earl um, Tuyoti Mariner go down, uh, guys are going to have to step up, and sometimes you go into your, your second and then you go into your third. So uh, the, the challenge was issued. I, I thought the beginning of the game, we just did, were not stout enough and didn't, didn't do well enough. But, man, I'm thankful that we played Wyoming because that's just kind of – at some point you're going to have to – it's like a boxing match with a guy that never throws a punch, and all you're doing is defending yourself. It, you know, eventually the D-line is going to wake up and have to, have to start being a little bit aggressive and getting after it. And so – Scheme wasn't the problem. They just got to get after it and, and be stout and impose their will. And I thought they did that a little bit as we, after the first, um, definitely after the first quarter, I thought they played a lot better. Kalani, what is the biggest, uh, I guess, challenge with a game on a Thursday? Is, is this the first one in your career that you've played a midweek game? No, we've had some. I can't, we've had some before, maybe a couple. Yeah, Friday ones. I just wondered about a Thursday ones. Oh, I don't know if I, I, I played in a bunch of them. I remember that. So um, no, we just got to get get ready for it. We 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 knew going into it what our schedule would look like, and then have a plan for what we're doing today, tomorrow, Wednesday, and obviously for for game day. So um, we have really smart people that can figure that out, and and have all these different resources available for us to. Make sure our guys are in the best position. I mean, nobody, you know, Utah State has to go through the same thing, so it's not like it's going to be one advantage for the other. But um, that's always going to be hard on, on the guys, and it's going to be hard on both teams. But uh, I'm actually excited for it. We get to play two games in less than a week. That's awesome. Mitch, go ahead. Hey, Mitch, Kalani, uh, through a third of the season, what's been maybe the, the biggest surprise to you, whether positive or an area of improvement, but just some surprises through a third of the season for you? Um, well, I'd have to say that the surprise for me is that we're not just playing consistent football, and, and it's not um, – I talk about playing um, at our best. I guess I, I had this expectation that we would be a lot further along with the, with the amount of veterans that we have on this team. And so um, – uh, but I think you have to give credit to the people that we were playing. So there's a mixture of both. But I, I feel like we could still be a lot better as a, as a team. And, that, and, and, and um, that's my job. That's my, I, I'm, not, I'm not criticizing anybody else except for myself. And so I, I, uh, this, the huge emphasis for myself, saw some really good things on Saturday night, but is really for what can I do as a head coach to get our players and our staff to functioning at, at the expectation that 
not only that I have from, but everybody else has and the fans have for them. So that's been that's been the one thing that I think we we could do better. I could do better. Um, overall, the it's not a surprise, but I'm just really thankful for the effort that our guys give. They they work really hard, and that's in everything that they do in, in, in practice and on on game day. So. Uh, you know, we have guys that are really bought in and give everything they have, and I appreciate all the effort that they give us. Jake, go ahead. Yeah, Kalani, Micah Harper, we, we finally saw him on the field in a big role, it felt like, on Saturday after he's been out due to injury, obviously, for time, et cetera. But how good was it to see him back out there? Yeah, Micah's got great instincts. Um, he, he's just such a good player, and, and we knew that going in, and then he experienced an injury. They can set him back, yeah, but it's great to have him back on the field. And he just—he's—he's he's a difference maker, you know. So uh, he can do some really good things. I, I feel really, really happy with our our depth as a team. Um, but it's good to get the guys back from injury and seeing them out doing their thing. And sometimes injuries—it uh, messes with your psyche a little bit. Uh, and it's—it's it's as if you never thought Mike ever got hurt, you know. So he's just. 100 miles an hour, man. That guy, that guy gives everything he has, and, and he's great to have on the field. You, you, com, you combine that with the instincts that he has, and he, he's, he's a big play waiting to happen. Related to the Dallin Holker situation, are you afraid or expecting, I guess, at this point, any other players to consider redshirting this year with the idea of transferring? No, not. I mean, I know that's like a, a thing happening all over the place with the transfer portal, things like that, but I'm, I'm not worried about it. I, I'm just like everybody else that's out there in college football. We'll, we'll work with the guys that, that, that are here and the guys that are currently on the roster. All right, we'll take last question from Mitch. Uh, Kalani, last thing uh, with me. Uh, Jaron Hall through four games. It uh, feels like maybe that, that last on Saturday was his best performance maybe as a, as a BYU player. Where uh, have you seen improvement in, in Jaron's game from when he took over as a starter last year? Um, just from he's, – he's the perfect example for everyone to watch. And, and that's for our team and for our, our fans and our coaches to see uh, the things that he has overcome when he was, when he was injured, uh, how he stuck with things. Even when he was down on the depth chart, he, he did everything he can to learn as much as he can when, when, when Zach was, was starting and uh, Baylor was getting reps. Uh, no complaints, just hard work. So he knew his time would come and that he would have an opportunity to earn a spot, and he did it. And look what's happening now. So you look at the things that he does naturally, that's a young man that doesn't take anything for granted. So how much he appreciates the, the, the opportunity to be a leader and to be uh, in charge of the offense. I think he takes he takes uh, extra care of the football because of that mindset. Um, but then you see him do wonderful things like spend extra time with fans, and um, and spend time with with players that are that are that are hurting. You know, so um, it's a joy to have Jaron on our team, obviously leading and being a, a captain for us, but being our quarterback. But it's it's the little things that got him here. He, he took advantage of the adversity and the and the the. Um, the, basically, the the approach and the road to where he's at now, he he, he had his mindset from a long time ago. And then I, I'll challenge everyone to look what he was doing a couple of years ago, look what he's doing three years, two years, last year to now, and and how he improves over time, and how awesome it is that he stays humble and keeps working hard. He's a, he's a great example to 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 our team and to even to me as a coach. Thanks, Mitch.
awesome. Thanks so much, Tony. All right, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. Well, that's not mine. Best coach, baby. Oh, this is the best coach over here. Hey, hey, we love him. We love him. We love him. Best. Hey, he brings a lot of energy. Hey, this is the guy. Man, you the you guy, better, baby. Yes, sir. You just better get back on the field. <laughs>